are we we're like definitely live on youtube we're definitely live on youtube okay cool all right yeah. Woo! Hi, welcome to the WAN Show, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. Luke is going to be airing some of his grievances with Apple over the uh, deployment of the Floatplane iOS app. We're going to have to be yes. real careful. Like, I don't think we can say specifically, like, word for word what's in these emails or like what. No. what yeah, so we'll, we'll have I to. I don't know. I have no idea. We'll have to dance I'll, it around I'll, I'll it a little bit. But it'll. Yeah. I, I guarantee you hilarity will ensue. Intel suffered a massive data leak. You know, I can't believe we haven't talked about the Nintendo leak on WAN show. Surely you've been following that as yeah. well, right? Like, uh, did, I haven't been following it as closely. Did you see Weird Yoshi? Yes. <laughs> did you see the Luigi assets, the like bizarre Luigi assets in Mario 64? It's all yeah, been incredible. I, there's, there's a fair amount of of funky things from that leak anyway sure. there's supposedly a 20 gigabyte intel mega leak with the leaker saying more to come what else we got today luke uh tiktok and wechat are going to be banned from doing business with u.s companies in 45 days uh wow it, where did this come from didn't see this before uh get unpacked with samsung happened and there's lots that was announced. This will probably take a little bit to go through. Tons of different devices. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Oh, we sure will, but not until after we have rolled the intro. Ah, oh, yes. But -ump. Oh shoot, the intro's done rolling. I was like trying to figure out how to turn slow mode on in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we jump right into my favorite topic for the day, which is uh, the saga that has been uh, getting the Floatplane app up on nice. yeah. iOS. So here, I wanna provide a little bit of background first. The reason we're okay. talking about this is not because um, you know, Floatplane is obviously Luke's full-time job and a significant source of revenue for Linus Media Group. Um, the reason that we're talking about this now is that it happens to be very topical at the moment. So Apple is under fire from a number of directions right now, including the EU, uh, the US government, um, app developers. Uh, sorry, what's that email app called? Hello? I think so. I think it's called Hello. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. There's like an alternative email app um, that's really upset with them. Uh, who else is mad? Oh, yeah. Just today, uh, it was confirmed that Microsoft's Project xCloud will not be available on iOS. And now Apple's justification for their behavior it comes from a couple places. So one is that they do not allow alternate payment methods to be okay. embedded within apps. Uh, so Luke, do you wanna, what's what's the exact wording for that? Uh, I can look it up, but I thought we were sticking away from exact Sure, okay, wording. it doesn't matter, it doesn't uh, matter. The... It, it, they, they talk about the in-app payment API and they're referring to their own when they say that. And the reason that they want app developers to use their own is of course purely for the safety of their users 
and uh, to and the general user experience, the general user experience, and <laughs> to save developers the work of creating their own, you know, payment uh, processing system, which most of them would probably have anyway, because they probably also have a website that you can go to on the internet. Um, but but Apple doesn't want you to have to worry about any of that. They want you to only use the Apple API, uh, which coincidentally, Apple happens to glean 30% of the revenue, the top line revenue off of. Um, so that, but that has nothing to do with the motivation. It's everything to do with uh, creating a great user experience. Uh, the other thing that they are really upset about is um, Project X Cloud. Well, here's the thing, Microsoft. With Project X Cloud, we would really have to validate all of those games, like individually, as their own individual apps. And I'm afraid that's just, you know, that's not a, I don't know, good user experience. Something, something. Apple Arcade subscription um, is probably the way they people would, should game. Rather, you used our service. Thanks, K. Bye. Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, the investigations that they're under right now are focused on whether Apple is abusing its position as maybe not a uh, monopoly, but certainly a um, I don't I don't know. Could we call it a duopoly, oligopoly? You know, whatever. Like they're they're one of they're one yeah, of the yeah. they're one of the only sort of app store owners at this point and and at least for the north american audience i believe they're over 50 percent and they it, it is monopolistic in the sense that if you are using an apple device which you could very well be using without fully understanding that um developer app developers um and service providers are not able to provide you their service in the way that they would like to um they're behaving in a monopolistic way in, in the sense that you could easily have this device that you as a consumer think that you can just do whatever you want with, but actually you can't because of policies that they have put in place that are not really apparent to the users that can actually harm the user experience. So um, some of the things that the Floatplane app has gone through over the last, well, months, uh, I mean, in no particular order. Luke, do you want to hit me with some of the things that you guys have had to change and or remove? Um, user generated content as a whole is well, okay. Is... Hold on. Let's start with that. You can't subscribe, right? Oh because... yeah. Okay. So sure. the, we, we can't do the whole 30% cut thing. I think that's only ever going to make any amount of sense for like little games where you buy coins from them or something like, like the thing that you're delivering to the user has no real value. Sorry to any mobile gamers out there that cut a Wow, but sick it's, burn. It's just, wow. It's just digital When's your apology video? When's your apology video coming? It. Like it, it it has perceived value, but you're not you're not passing forward. Like yeah, anyways. For for us, we there's there's we have to pay well, I guess those gaming companies pay for servers, but it's not exactly on the same level as delivering large uh, amounts of high quality content video. Yeah. Um but we we have that to maintain and we have to be give uh very large cuts to creators because that's the whole point yes. of the platform is making money for creators that is literally the whole point um so thanks that that 30 percent cut thing no worries that 30 percent cut thing just doesn't it, it doesn't math out it doesn't make any sense we we can't do it it's not an option like it just it doesn't fit in the pie yeah um so we, we can't do it. So going forward, we can't have uh, payment stuff. On Google, yeah. they don't really care. Yeah. 
on like, the play store they didn't even check they're happy <laughs> to take they're happy to take their 30 percent cut oh yeah if you sure. use their payment api but yep. they're also happy to let you you know redirect the user to an outside website so that was the next thing we had to remove was any reference to where you could go outside of the app to uh, fire up a subscription, enter Any some payment information. Including support, FAQ, anything. A any, any link or reference to the main website had to be completely removed. So you're not yeah. allowed to subscribe. You're not allowed to uh, get offboarded in any reasonable way, even for completely unrelated things. Yeah, you can't you cancel a subscription. To, yeah, you, you can't manage your payments whatsoever. Yeah. Like we would love yeah. to make it easy to cancel the subscription. That's a very, sure. very consumer-friendly practice. But yeah. Apple, in the interest of preserving the, the user experience, would like us to make sure that there's absolutely no way within the iOS app to unsubscribe from Floatplane. You should also have no way to discover additional content. So if you are subscribed at a creator below a tier that is allowed to see certain things, you can never see that there are things that you are unable to see. You are also completely unable, uh, you are also completely unable to discover any other creators. So you can't search for other creators. You can't see what other creators on the platform. You can't do anything like that. No, like we're already a non-discoverability platform, but like on top of that, even if you knew exactly who you were looking for, you would be completely unable to find them through the app because there is no mechanism but, to do hey, so. Hey, Luke, at least I can leave a comment under the video and talk with the rest Wrong. of the talk with the rest of the community <laughs> about about <laughs> user generated content is apparently terrifying. There is no user generated content allowed. No avatars, no names, no comments. That might be able to be rectified if we are somehow able to discover what exactly they want us to do in order to cover, cover any potential for objectionable content on the platform. This is and great. They Hold don't on. seem to have a definition for it. Luke, you're obviously an idiot because one Owen Worley, okay? One Owen Worley okay. says, what amateur did you get to make the iOS app? These are very basic things that any Apple developer that has submitted an app before would know. Wow, sick burn. Okay, except for we've got some we've got some some other some other, you know, fun fun things to share with you. So, um, one of the ways that, okay, so for example, let's talk about the user generated comment, uh, or content. So, comments. Uh, you know, as, as a way of arguing our case, we pointed out that apps like YouTube and Twitch have comments on them. And the response and was Twitch what? Like the response was, hold on, Luke, hold on, Luke, because Apple has some very legitimate concerns here. They are concerned that we might not have the capabilities to properly moderate those comments. But given how well, and, and you know what, I get it, because given how well the comments on the Twitch app are moderated <laughs> and how family friendly and inoffensive those comments are, I think it's fair to say that Apple is holding absolutely everyone to identical standards. As we, we have for also, speaking of identical standards, we have also done market research on other similar apps. There, there's a whole range of other apps that are in a similar situation because who the heck would want to have a 30% cut being taken by Apple? So there's a lot of subscription style apps for, for a variety of things that you can't subscribe through the uh, Apple app. You also can't view any of the content that you don't have access to. Yeah. Uh, in order to potentially subscribe, there's no offboarding, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. We have like 
tried to follow the template that those apps have set to the closest T we possibly could. And we've just been rejected. And I have more or less asked like, okay, what else do you need me to do other than exactly what you have approved for other people? And they've just more or less told me to get lost, which was super neato. So yeah, we are going to continue cutting down and worsening the user experience for iOS users um, and trying to apparently make it as terrible of an app as possible. And maybe eventually uh, they will decide that our app is bad enough for their platform. Yes. Uh, a bad enough, bad enough user experience for for Apple. You're welcome. You're welcome, yeah. iOS users. Um, you know we're really we're really doing our best. The crazy thing is like the iOS app. A lot of development went into like having features work, <laughs> which we thought was cool. Yeah. Um, oh well. It, it was good for the like one update cycle that it was on par with uh, the Google Play Store. But it was pretty good. And yep. then they were like, wait, no, what's happening? No, crush. Yeah, it was bad. We don't want this to be this good. All right. Speaking of things that are not too good, 20 gigs of Intel intellectual property have leaked. Uh, yes. So IT consultant Tilly Cotman tweeted a link to a file sharing service that contains what an anonymous source claims is a portion of Intel's crown jewels. 20 gigs of confidential Intel intellectual property. Say that six times fast. The leak was to, published. To counter that yeah. really quick, I will say that an Intel spokesperson has said that they were not hacked, but the data looks to be from an Intel resource and design center that hosts non-public technical information for partners and customers integrating Intel tech into their products. So, so it was published. Either way. It was published via Twitter, uh, via Telegram and Twitter with a link to the data on a file sharing on file sharing site Mega. And there's a lot of data. So there's KB Lake training videos, which are apparently very cringe. Uh, I personally look forward to watching those. I, I would get a real kick out of that. Various schematics, Intel marketing materials, templates, uh, binaries for camera drivers that Intel made for SpaceX, apparently. So that's interesting. Roadmaps, various Intel development and debugging tools. And it basically just goes on and on and on. Uh, Tilly Cotman says you should definitely search for backdoor in the firmware sources, though. I don't know that any of that has actually been followed up by others yet. Uh, this is a funny one, though. If you find password protected zips in the release, the password <laughs> is probably either Intel 123 or Intel 123 with or without a capital I. This was not set by me or my source. This is how it was acquired from Intel. Womp womp. To be fair, they don't seem like, with, with those password protected zips, they, they seem like they are designed to be handed outside of the company. Yes. They're probably not exactly like super high security zip files. So uh, basically what it looks like is this was information that was under NDA or Intel restricted secret protection. And apparently the information was sourced by scanning the internet with Nmap and finding an unsecured Akamai CDN server hosting uh, Intel's files. <sighs> so here's something that I would love to know. Why would why would they put all this stuff on on there? Um, like, why would you leave it publicly available on the internet, like on a CDN? 
Yeah, I was I was just going to define Akamai as a CDN. I that I really yeah. This this feels like something that you'd have on uh, potentially like a, a partner access website that would have specific accounts for those partners so they could access yeah. that information. Um, if that website was, uh, if if the content delivery for that website was handled by Akamai, yeah, which seems seems pretty likely, but unnecessary, but likely, yeah, it's 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 very possible because that's what they do, but unnecessary because like it's not really even that much data, and like how many of these different pieces of data, like we're going through a bunch of this various schematics, Intel marketing templates, uh, binaries for camera drivers. Like most of these users are probably, if this theoretical website exists, most of these users are probably uh, confined down to certain things. Yeah. They're probably given like user access to, to different levels of different things, right? Um, so like, I can't imagine there's really that much access going on here, but. The, the, yeah. the weird one to me is that given that very little of this looks to be like rich media, like video, um, like really heavy media, like I, I know from experience that Intel has obviously plenty of hardware at their disposal and, you know, like server rooms and high speed Internet connections at their campuses. Like this seems like the kind of thing that so few people would need access to at once that there's no reason that you have to throw it up on like a server hosted by Akamai, right? Like, why wouldn't they just, I mean, obviously they'd want something a little bit more sophisticated than, you know, an FTP server with SSL encryption or whatever, but like, why wouldn't they just host this themselves so that they can handle all the authentication? The funny thing about it is in our dealings with Intel, like we access their, um, like their payments portal and stuff, for example, because they're a longtime sponsor of ours. And like all of that, you know, seems um, it seems pretty well put together, you know. So yeah. I don't know. This is the kind of data that's like secret enough that you don't want a dump of it on the internet, but maybe not secret enough that you treat it like you know financial information. So maybe it just yeah. kind of slipped through the cracks. Yeah. It. it was probably a mistake at, at some level, but it seems like, I don't know. Honestly, Intel's response of like, yeah, we weren't hacked. It was from this like resource and design center. Like they're probably pissed off internally. Someone's probably getting a bit of a rough talking to, but like, I don't think this is gonna be a super major deal moving forward. I I'm pretty interested in the training videos me too. I'm so excited. It was something that could, I can, I always come with these harebrained ideas and they're probably terrible, but it would be really funny to get some of the more like, I don't know. I can think of a lot of people at Linus Media Group that I think would do good at this, but like make effectively copies of them. Oh, do like parodies? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Intel KB like training video parody. I would find that hilarious. I don't know how many people would, but I yeah, really you would. all dozens of you would have a really yeah. good time watching that <laughs> yeah. video. Real good time. Ace, ace enjoyment. <laughs> oh man, it's just it's just kind of embarrassing. But I mean, it goes to show it can kind of happen to anyone. Uh, yeah. As I alluded to earlier in the show, I have been following with 
with avid interest all the things that have been coming out of the Nintendo. What are they calling it? The Giga Leak? Giga Leak, I think that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, it's just been absolutely amazing. So, you like, you should bring up a uh, weird Yoshi on a, on the stream because that that one's like it's, that one's real odd. It's so weird. And the funny thing is, like, the only reason that that you know normal Yoshi looks normal to me and weird Yoshi looks so weird is that well uh, normal yoshi is what we ended up with well okay weird yoshi does look pretty weird weird yoshi is pretty weird <laughs> i think it would look weird regardless why can i not find any images of this oh here it is okay weird beta yoshi hold on a second let me just get my display up here uh, i think if weird yoshi was was like the legitimate yoshi that made it through okay <laughs> There's some there's some weird stuff in here that's sort of unrelated <laughs> to Weird Yoshi, but this is this is the one we're focused on here, ladies and go. gentlemen. So yeah. this uh this sprite, like this asset, is actually in the leaked documents and looks like it was an earlier design for the rideable dinosaur for Mario in Super Mario World, which was um if you're not familiar, the like console selling launch title of the Super Nintendo um yeah it really doesn't look great have you seen the have you seen the photoshops of super mario brothers 3 mario on top of weird yoshi no actually <gasps> oh, i think no. see, so something with weird yoshi too is it's not as timeless as most of the assets that came out around that time mm-hmm <laughs> Like Weird Yoshi would legitimately be a very odd character in modern times. Yeah, that's but all their other stuff kind of translated relatively well, which is why I think it's like legitimately really weird. All right, here's a slightly better look. So here's little Mario riding Weird Yoshi. That's not the one I was looking for, though. Um, there's so much fan art of Weird Yoshi. And it's like, it's all great. I absolutely love all of it. <laughs> yeah, look at this. Super Mario World beta. <laughs> oh, it's awful. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Enough enough beta Yoshi here. I, I will put it away. I'll put it away. Um, but man, the, the amount of data in these, there's like source code for games, unused yeah. enemies. Um unused characters uh like little internal I tools i saw an amazing tweet from a developer that was like i haven't seen this tool in 25 years i'm like wow that's crazy like that's crazy like i i wrote this to like you know solve some weird workaround problem like i i never thought i would see it again so bizarre yeah. there's even like like zelda 64 what sorry what that what's that now i'm There's not even aware of that one Zelda 64 oh interesting some really funky screenshots i haven't actually seen this so wait so zelda 64 uh is what you're not talking ocarina of time you're talking like a different zelda don't think so yeah i'm pretty sure it's something different Fascinating. um there's I will try to do, do, do. Okay, apparently there's like a skeleton bad guy. I have not I have to confess. Luke, can I confess something to you? What's up? I have never played Ocarina of Time. Never played it. 
I, I, I was okay. kind of expecting like and I never beat it, but I, never I played it as crazy. I have tried to play it. So I've been an hour into it like six times. And I have just never managed to make it work. Is it is it my time to confess? Okay. Confess. Same Con deal. Really? Yeah. But it's a masterpiece, gotten, Luke. I've got, yeah, I've gotten like I don't know. I don't know about an hour is the metric, but I've gotten not far enough into it like a bunch of times and then just, I don't know, just I, did something else, I guess. I did. Uh, there was no like official, like, I don't want to go play that game again. I don't, me, me and my boys don't like Zelda. Like there was none of, there was never that moment, but I just, yeah, I'd never, I've never. Huh. Never okay. Through. All right, fair enough. I mean, I guess I, uh, I it shouldn't surprise me that much, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's supposed to be so great. I just I find the little blue firefly really annoying, and the I think the art style has not aged as well as other like early three D games, even on the Nintendo sixty four. Uh, but maybe part of it is just the nostalgia factor. Like maybe that's why Mario Kart 64 still looks okay to me, but Ocarina of Time yeah. really doesn't. Um, you know, with yeah. that said, even Mario 64 looks kind of okay to me, um, even though I never played I, it. I, I actually I, never played even, that either. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I didn't own a Nintendo 64. So... That makes it a little tougher, don't it? We we did, but like we didn't own like every game, you know. Like we we had Donkey Kong and we had Goldeneye, and I played the heck out of those games. Yellow cartridge, Donkey Kong sixty four, was sweet. We played that a lot. We played Goldeneye a lot. There was some other N sixty four games that we had too, but like we didn't have like walls of them. Hot take. So Goldeneye yeah. was terrible. Goldeneye for its time was good to be clear was... i i loved playing it i went over to my friend taylor's yeah. house we played the crap out of goldeneye like that was yeah. all i ever wanted to do he's like can we play perfect dark i'm like no i want to play goldeneye let's play some perfect goldeneye perfect but yeah goldeneye is one of the like worst it, it has aged probably the worst out of like almost any game i've ever tried to go back and play it's yeah. such a terrible experience it, it's like, to go back and play. Like Halo, Halo unplayable. was so impactful yeah. on the like console shooter scene because everything before it was actually kind of trash. <laughs> the Halo came out and was just like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> this, this is how you make shooters on console. Everyone's, you're welcome, everybody. And then and they moved on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, then they made games past like, what was it? Halo 3 and Reach. And it was like, oof. Um, but yeah. Oh, well. All right. Why don't we move on to our sponsors? Hooray. Oh, yeah. So the video the show. The video. The show is brought to you today by Squarespace. I was going to say honey, but I didn't know what banner was coming up. Do you need to create a beautiful website without the hassle? Well, then don't submit it to the App Store. Uh, 
No, sorry, that's not the instructions. Check out Squarespace. Their all-in-one platform makes it easy to get up and running quickly. They have award-winning templates that you can use as starting points for a wide range of projects. And if you ever need additional help, Squarespace offers webinars, a full series of help guides, and you can even contact their 24-7 customer support via live chat and email. If you have a third-party domain, you don't have to give it up. Just transfer it over to Squarespace. Plus, you get e-commerce features that'll help you sell merch or services online and easily manage your inventory and orders. So don't wait. Head over to squarespace.com forward slash WAN and get 10% off your first purchase. The show is also... Whoop, that's not what I meant to do. The show is also brought to you by Honey. Honey is the free shopping tool that finds the best promo codes whenever you shop online at sites like Amazon, eBay, Newegg, Best Buy, Razor, Walmart, and more. They've got great features like applying the best coupon codes at the checkout and showing you the price history for the product that you're looking at so you can even tell if you're getting a good deal. And those of you who have downloaded Honey from our link have saved over 100 grand in the past few months. So why wait? If you shop online, which more and more people are doing these days, install Honey. It's free. It installs in just a couple of clicks. And uh, did I mention it's free? Go to joinhoney.com slash Linus and start saving today. The show is also brought to you by, I hope this video play. What happened? There it goes. Is it playing though? I don't think so. Um, uh, restart playback when source becomes active. I'm, I'm just going to set it to loop. What happens if I set it to loop? Oh no, it's not working. Can Luke, it's not working. And do, and do screen share? It's working. It's fine. There we go. All nice. right. Today's WAN show is sponsored by Kernel Care and Cloud Linux. In November this year, CentOS 6 will go end of life, which means no more bug fixes, updates, or security patches. Without those, well, without security, I think it's fair to say that it's obvious the server is increasingly susceptible to new vulnerabilities and attacks. It's challenging to migrate to the newest version of CentOS, but at the same time, you can't not have support either. Now you can make this problem disappear with CentOS 6 Extended Lifecycle Support, also called ELS, from Cloud Linux, which will allow you to continue working with CentOS 6 beyond the end of life. All your fixes, patches, etc. will continue to flow just like today, only from Cloud Linux repositories. For a limited time, you can get a specially discounted bundle, kernel care live patching, and extended lifecycle support for CentOS 6 together with a 30% discount on CentOS 6 extended lifecycle support and 50% off on kernel care. 15% off on kernel care. Kernel care is a live patching system that automatically applies security patches to Linux kernels and shared libraries with no reboots and is used on over half a million servers and has been used to patch servers running for six years for such companies as Dell, Zoom, Liquid Web, and other enterprises. It works with all major Linux distros and interoperates flawlessly with common vulnerability scanners, configuration management tools, and patch management solutions. Learn more about the bundle and sign up for the quote at the link below. It, it is amazing how well synchronized this video has been with everything that I've been saying. I'm like floored. It's like they took my talking speed and like ran it through the, the AI like voice <laughs> generation thing that we used for the... Uh, uh, for the deepfake Linus video, and we're like, okay, this is about how long these talking points need to be in order for the video to sync up perfectly. I absolutely love that. That felt pre-recorded. It was great. Um, all right, you sent me a link. You sent me a link on Twitter. What the? What is this? Holy crap! Zelda sixty-four. No, this is a completely different game. I so that's. Like the UI looks super similar, but have you seen these areas? Neither of us played the game. Yeah, neither of us played the game. Well, I no, don't this think I've seen this before. That look, 
Uh, does does Link like get older in Ocarina of Time? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. There is young Link and older Link. Well, to me, still it's still young at this point. I'm I'm getting older, dude. People are gonna be so upset. People are what? Sorry. <laughs> gonna be so upset. Uh, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I I don't try to be awful. You know, it just it just happens. It just happens. All right. Now, uh, what else we want to talk about today? Oh, Doctor Disrespect showed up. Announced uh, an yeah. upcoming stream yesterday with the stream, which was super confusing, um, but then clarified and then uh, streamed today to a casual half a million viewers. Um, apparently, at some point in the stream, the doc was like, so like, who are the who are like the big YouTubers? And I was apparently mentioned. Were you? By name. I'm officially I'm officially famous now because uh, I actually I wasn't watching, but so maybe Doctor Disrespect said my name, but maybe it was just someone in the chat. I actually have no idea. But uh, apparently, I was mentioned by name on a Doctor Disrespect stream, so I can tick that off my bucket list. And uh, we reached out on Twitter because uh, uh, we were like, "Hey, you know, we built PewDiePie a PC that broke in the mail. Maybe we could do the same for you." By the way, before before chat blows up asking what's going on with it, we have all the parts for the Too Mad PC. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into with this. Um, well, actually, I do have some idea, which is part of why I feel a little apprehensive. <laughs> but the last email I have from him is uh, from three days ago, and he says, yes, let's go. So I'm going to film. Uh, okay, he's doing something first, and I'm not going to leak that. I'm not going to, like, but he's going to do a thing. And then he's like, we will sort a time for me to come in. I'm assuming your office and we will build the damn thingy is, uh, nice. is what he said. And nice. then I said, hey, we got to make sure we got our masks on. He says, yeah, I'll rock up in a gas mask and a chem suit. And you know what? With this guy, <laughs> I, I don't even doubt it. You know, like there's nothing he could do to surprise me. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm very, very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, these are the kinds of collabs that I do have a ton of fun with just the very spontaneous stuff. Like, I think he was just tweeting. He was like, yo, I need a PC. What's up? And I'm like, who cares? Why not? You know what? So what? This is the one time that someone yeah. just tweeting you and being like free PC question mark has worked. You is know, that, it, so you're saying there's a chance. I checked out, out there look, I checked you're out his Twitter feed. I checked out his Twitter feed. I was like. This guy is the least PC, you know, individual that I've ever encountered in my life. I need to give him some PC, you know? That's all I'm oh, saying about it. Oh, I see. He okay. just, he yeah. clearly needs more PC. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I'm helping. So, so if you make I'm it helping. very clear on your Twitter feed that you need a computer <laughs> and you reach out, you might get a computer. No, I'm no, not no, saying, no. I'm not saying the chance is high. I didn't say it was because he needs a, a PC. I said it's because he needs PC. You right. know, he right. he just yeah. he's just not not very PC. That's all. That's all I have to say about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh man, I just I have no idea. I have no idea what curveball. I just I I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll show up. Maybe he'll show up in a in a in a dress shirt, and he'll just be like you know super respectful, and we'll just he build a computer up. nicely. I've seen him. I've seen him do like serious conversation stuff. 
I've seen it happen. I'm not saying that's what you're going to get. Yeah, I've also <laughs> seen him drop in on people's Zoom college lectures with like, a, you know, one of those big like hats no shirt on. and no shirt yeah. on and like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, oh. I think the chance of him not having a shirt on at some point in time <laughs> in that video is pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, also, other thing. Yeah, Every what now? Every color of water bottle. LTTstore.com, baby. Gold is there back in stock. Bigger equals better. It doesn't have Beautiful. to cost more. The $29.99 price is the same for both the uh, 20 and 40 ounce. And I'm rounding. I think it's like 21 or whatever. But the 20 and 40 ounce bottle are both $29.99. And we've got every color in stock, including black and gold, which is the hottest seller. So we just got our ocean shipment. Uh, this is the last restock we're going to have for probably a while. We don't have anything else on order, so get in there if you want to get the 40-ounce bottle. They are awesome. They really are. It's the it's the correct amount of water. I, I went with the original 21-ounce size because I was like, well, I got small hands. I can't hold the big one. And it turns out, you know what? I just gotta, I just gotta, I just gotta grip it harder, you know. Just gotta like, so just you, you go manage. for it, you know. I was yeah. gonna ask if you had to go for the two-hander. I manage, I manage it. I manage you it with manage. the one-hander. Just nice. gotta get good, you know. Uh, it is a little grippy too. I'll give it that. Yep, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's very it's not like holdable. Crazy or anything. It's very holdable. You just gotta like hold yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about TikTok, shall we? Sure. Time's a tick-talking because in 45 days, TikTok and WeChat will be banned from doing business with U.S. companies. Uh, today, yes. U.S. President LeDonald Trump. It's LeDonald. Uh, so, it's the formal, and, formal name for him. Formal title. <laughs> and as it's worded, their parent companies, ByteDance and Tencent Holdings, or any subsidiary of except not so much uh because while tencent has shares in like everything yeah just to be clear tons of movies riot games epic games yeah uh, lots of others uh, apparently it's just even though it says subsidiary thereof it's just relating to wechat okay and transactions relating to WeChat. well yes. here's the thing you know what no i'm i'm actually shocked to see a poorly um a poorly worded ill-prepared executive order coming out of the current administration you're shocked i'm shocked i'm shocked and appalled um <laughs> the news comes after revelations that the app collected and transmitted user data even when it wasn't running um We've got a note here that this was possibly a bug and isn't actually that uncommon for social media apps. It's but been found with quite a few North American ones in the past. Yeah. This security issue has been called intentional data collection on behalf of the Chinese government in this case. And several other countries have already blocked the app in its entirety with the Trump administration having threatened to do so outright multiple times already. So the executive order gives a 45-day grace period uh, before enforcement, and it's unclear what effect any of this will have on users who use TikTok or the WeChat app. Will the ban mean removal of the apps from major app stores? Will it mean that somehow the apps will be automatically removed from your phone? To my knowledge, 
an app disappearing from an app store doesn't actually remove it from your phone. Particularly on Android, I don't see what would prevent you from just sideloading an APK, so I don't know what difference it would make as far as that goes. Government employees have separately been banned from having the apps on their devices, though. Um, and TikTok is apparently in acquisition talks with at least three American companies, according to the New York Times, including Microsoft, which could help it escape the ban if it goes through. I got yeah. logged out of my Google sheet, so or my doc, so I can't continue to tell you anything about this, and Luke will take it from here while I sign back in. Yeah, uh, while TikTok doesn't operate in China, funny enough, WeChat does, and apparently many expats use it for communicating with friends and family at home in China. So, in a hilarious uh, Uno Reverso card thing, or Reversi card thing, whatever that's called, never actually really played Uno, uh, you might have to use a VPN to get into China to use WeChat to talk to people. You know what's hilarious <laughs> is I was trying to do this at some point. I was trying to VPN inside the Great Firewall because I wanted to know if some workaround was going to work when I was there. Once you got there. Okay. And it is almost impossible. Like, I'm sure if you're a, like a network security researcher, you could you could do it pretty easily. But as just, you know, the consumer that's like, hey, yeah, you know, I'll install PIA. That's a VPN or whatever. Um, it, it was almost impossible for me to figure out a quick, easy and or inexpensive way to do it nobody wants to do that all the and part of the problem is that you know how like search works right like it's all down to kind of like word weight like you don't even have to construct a coherent sentence for it to kind of um infer what you're talking about so yeah, when you search yeah. for something like china firewall vpn you're just the information is out there for sure for how to go this way. But because the vast, vast, vast majority of people are trying to go the other way, as soon as those search terms enter your enter your browser bar, it's like, oh, it's are you looking for this? Like, no, yeah. no, not that. I want the other one. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. Honestly, like if WeChat was banned, it would be pretty inconvenient for me. I mean... Not directly because I'm Canadian and our government is not doing anything like this, uh, so I can continue using WeChat. But like, I I, I don't know, I got lots of friends on WeChat. It'd be sort of a pain in the butt. Um, and I don't even have family over there or anything. It's just like useful because a lot of um, a lot like man, I use uh, WhatsApp for most of my like personal crap, but almost all of my badminton contacts are through Line or WeChat. Because that's just, it's you kind of just have to use like I hate this. I, I wish I wish we could just have Trillion back and I could consolidate all of my yeah. different chat crap. Like I don't understand people on iOS that are like yeah yeah like iMessage iMessage. Like, what iMessage is unless unless you literally restrict your social circle to only people with iPhones, you're gonna have to have other chat apps on your phone anyway. So who cares? <laughs> Uh, maybe they did that though. <laughs> in which case, why are you talking to me? <laughs> Clearly right. we have nothing right. in common, right? So you might as well, you know, go look, sorry, can't speak, can't speak. Uh, you know, AirPods aren't really a status symbol at this point. You know, I'm gonna put my AirPods back in. See ya. Um, whatever. I don't, I don't even care. I, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over them. I moved on. Some people are, are, pointing out like, uh, oh, Trillion's still a thing. Um, 
Yeah, yeah but not in the way that I'm talking about. Not in the way that it was kind of able to be used originally. Yeah. Um, because it was what ICQ, MSN Messenger, and AIM was the try was like of Trillion, wasn't it? Everything that people used to use, essentially. Yeah. Yes. So the idea was you could consolidate Great. all of your contact lists and everything, and just have one app that you that uh, tapped into all these different um, chat services. Didn't Pigeon kind of work this way too? Mm, if I recall correctly, yes, but I never used it, so I don't have a ton of. Uh, experience with it, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I think I used Pigeon and for effectively the same thing. Um, but yeah, there, there was cool apps back in the day where like you didn't have to worry, but it was, it was basically like uh, like multi-platform support for games. You didn't have to worry about what platform the person really had because you would just make an account for each one, log into all of them through this client, and then it would just bring all of them together. It would just be like one system for for, for each. Then you would just bask in your own cleverness. Be like, yeah. I am so smart right now. I don't have to give any craps about any of this. It was great. And it back would be then, a really, really nice modern thing. Now, back then, it was so many. kind of a big deal because uh, computers had so little resources that actually having like a whole bunch of chat apps open at the same time kind of sucked. And maybe that was just me because I was still running like a Pentium 166, but uh, it, that's how I felt. Okay, that's how I felt. The the modern issue for me with notifications is that I don't I don't feel like companies, uh, desktop or mobile. I don't know why they don't have like a, a nuclear alert option for notifications. Yeah, especially they're, reminders they're, on Android. Yes. Remind they're basically useless. Yep. Like I I <laughs> they just stack in the bottom of my notifications yep. list. They just add more to themselves all the time. They don't help me almost at all. Like I need I need an ability to tell my my phone or my desktop or whatever, like, no, don't stop freaking out until I answer this notification. There has to be like some way to do that. And Alarms it's, are it's not so bad, but this has been really Alarms bothering okay. me ever since Google uh, blocked reminders uh, for um, paying users, uh, like enterprise users. I haven't been able to use reminders anymore. Uh, and alarms would be a perfect substitute for it, except that you're not allowed to set an alarm more than 24 hours ahead. Yeah. So I have yeah. to, so I have to go through tediously create a calendar event with like multiple notifications to make sure I actually see it to set myself an alarm to make sure that I see something. Or by that time, I'll just you know create a calendar event and put like six notifications on it or whatever. Like email me the night before and like you know message like you know do this half half an hour and five minutes. Because the reality of it is, I am pretty busy and I get a lot of notifications and I need something to kind of break through, especially because yeah. notifications are so poorly handled on Android. The fact that there is no setting on Android that says, hey, a new notification, put it at the top. Do not put it anywhere else. That is the only place a new notification goes. It drives me absolutely crazy because I'll get a no notification for something as stupid as like my garage door has been open for 10 minutes or whatever. So my phone will buzz, but it's just hiding down at the bottom. Apps don't have to have a timestamp on their notifications. Yeah. It, it yeah. boggles my mind that Trello does not have timestamps on the individual notifications because if you've got even we're a 30 person organization and I still get absolutely spammed with Trello notifications 
not knowing when they arrived means that my phone might buzz and I might look at it and maybe it was a Trello notification, but like, I don't know, because there's no timestamp. It's not at the top. It blows my mind that something that basic is not default. Never mind, not an option. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. And then like my phone, I don't know if it's because it's like too old now or what, but I keep manually disabling this like, it's not battery saver. It's something else. Like the battery optimization, um, like AI nonsense or? Yeah. Uh, duh, 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 duh. It's, it's, I mean, they're both off right now and it's still doing it, but my, my phone will just not deliver me notifications. Yeah. I'll have it sitting right next to me. Yeah. Right there. I have it on something that when it vibrates, it will be loud, but I have it muted and it will do nothing all day. And then I'll like put down my water or something and it'll bump my phone and it'll like do the little mini screen wake thing. And it'll just sit there and do notification spam for like two minutes of yep. all the things that I missed over the last few hours. And I'm like, why, why, why weren't you beeping every time one of these came through or like vibrating or something? And then I go to check my tray and I have 10 million things and they're not in order like you were just talking about. Yeah. All the, the YouTube videos that came through are like big blocks. I'm like, I don't care about this. But all the things that actually matter are stacked notifications. Just like, how the, what the heck? I just, it's so frustrating. And then you're at your desktop and you have 18,000 different potential ways that someone can contact you and one of them bings but you happen to forget the exact notification noise for that exact app yeah it's like well i have no clue what just happened my my whole thing is like unless you email me there (sighs) is like a very solid chance that you will never hear from me again about it that's that's basically it unless you email or call me those are those are the only two ways to to break through joshua campbell in the chat says you could use if this then that and Phone calls, Luke. That is a ridiculous workaround. Cool idea. But the fact that we're resorting to that is absurd. That shouldn't even be a conversation. Yeah, someone someone says that sounds like do not disturb. Do not disturb is turned off on my phone right now. I just checked. Yeah, no, I've seen it before too. Um, A really good one with Teams for a bit was how when you disconnected and reconnected to Wi-Fi, you would get like the last three hours of notifications, even for messages you had like replied to already. (laughs) It drives me crazy. I complain about Teams and people are like, what's so bad about Teams? I'm like, what isn't bad about Teams? It's like, honestly, there there was a period for a long time there where it was like a 30% chance that... If someone was calling me through Teams, I would have any way of navigating to that call and accepting it. Otherwise, it would just be my phone making the ringing noise and there'd be like no way to accept the call, even if I manually went to my chat with that person. Terrible. Terrible. It's getting better, in fairness. Um, All right, why don't we talk Get Unpacked with Samsung? Samsung announced a whole bunch of stuff on their stream. Samsung and Microsoft have teamed up for syncing between devices so you can take calls on your phone or PC. Uh, Notes will sync to Microsoft apps. Reminders sync, assuming they actually like do anything. You can sync your Samsung photos with OneDrive. That's pretty cool, I guess, if you like paying for cloud storage. Uh, Plex, Plex Master Race. Um, Xbox Game Pass will allow you to play games from your phone and tablet. A couple of mentioned games were Grounded and Minecraft Dungeons. And, of course, they announced the Note 20 and Note 20 Ultra. 
So the Note 20 is not a full-fledged flagship, as far as we can tell. It's got a polycarbonate back. It does have a flagship processor, so 865 plus in the US and Exynos 990 elsewhere. But it caps at 256 gigs of onboard storage. It's got just 8 gigs of RAM, uh, a 1080 class display at 60 hertz, although it is still HDR10+, and three cameras, uh, 4300 milliamp hour battery, hole punch selfie camera, and starts at a whopping $1,000. Man, that Pixel 4a is looking pretty good, hey? I actually did uh, my short circuit uh, unboxing of the Pixel 4a. We got it late because Canada things. Uh, it's launching in September, so why would you need it at the same time as the rest of the global media? Oh, gee, I don't know, because it's the same phone, so Canadians are <laughs> going to be learning about it when the information's available. They don't wait for your phone to ship in Canada because they don't because the internet doesn't have borders. Uh, except in China. Uh, Note 20 Ultra <laughs> has a glass back. And America now. Same process. Yeah, I know, right? Same processor, uh, up to 512 gigs of onboard storage, and that is expandable with microSD XC. A 12 gigs of RAM, a 1440 class display, also HDR10. The new Gorilla Glass Victus. I love that Ooh. name. We've reached out to Corning to see if they're willing to like talk to us about it and like learn some stuff. It has a 108 megapixel wide camera um so that's sorry that's the like normal camera 12 megapixel periscope ooh five times optical zoom 8k video <laughs> hole punch camera 4500 milliamp hour battery and starts at 1299 yes my friends 1300 dollars. you can get yourself one note 20 ultra or a total of what is what does that work out to three iphone se's uh or like three and a half pixel 4a's <laughs> Womp womp. Uh, but hey, the S Pen has lower latency, uses AI to predict where the next point is. Um, okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Mystic Bronze. Mystic Gray. Something. There's a new tablet. This, when's the last time anyone cared about an Android tablet? Can I just skip that? Uh, I think so. Okay, Galaxy Buds Live. Also in Mystic Bronze, Mystic Black, and Mystic White. Uh, the buds and case are made out of recycled materials. I'm going to want to check those out. That sounds pretty cool. Coming on August 6th, so that was yesterday. I guess I'll just get them on the Canada schedule, and I'll get back to you guys about how that goes. Uh, Galaxy Watch 3 starting at $400. Mm, looks all right. Um, I tried... Uh, which one did I try a while back? I don't know. I, I, I absolutely hated it to the point where I didn't review it. My, my Apple Watch is my silent protest over the state of Android wearables. All I want is a pebble time, but like modern. I, yeah. I was using it for a little bit because I use it to change uh, music tracks when I'm on my bike. And I was like, wow, this is just so much better. All my apps, no matter what they are, I just get like the message and I can just scroll down it. Tactile buttons. What a concept. Uh, the Galaxy Z Fold 2 is coming. Three rear cameras. It's still a tiny display and really thick when you put it in your pocket. I don't really understand why um, anyone has any desire for this type of folding device, but hey, you know, that's cool. What, what is, who is it? Oh, wait, no, 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 this is the other one. Never mind. No, this is not the flip. Sorry, this okay. is the Z Fold 2. I totally, totally got this wrong, but hey, that's par for the course on the WAN show. It's, it's off the cuff. 
Uh, Jake attended the presentation, actually. I'm just waiting for the actual devices to arrive. Okay, never mind. I lied. I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, this one, one, looks, this one yeah. looks really legit. Full yeah, screen okay. on the front instead of the tiny screen. Um, hopefully, the display is a little brighter. I don't know how much we do or don't know about it, because like I said, I didn't actually attend the uh, presentation. But... Uh, Whoa, this though, like we're, we're finally getting to the point where where i'm even kind of excited no these, no stupid hole punch selfie camera because obviously you could just take the picture using like something else in this screen but for whatever reason they still went and put a hole punch on this one i guess because they can i i'm jazzed i'm amped never mind i'm very excited for this one uh reinforced cool. display layers uh nothing about brightness 400 nits not enough um i didn't notice it when i was doing my review but when I went on a trip down to California, I was trying to use it outside. I was like, oh, I remember this. It was it was too dim. It would be 5G, dual intelligent batteries. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm pretty excited. So that um, Note 20, actually, yeah, just the Note 20, not even the Note 20 Ultra. For about the same price, you could get a used 2006 Mazda 3 hatchback. Really? Want to link and me to that? If we were, that's if we were equating Canadian dollars. Can Can you link me to that? Because I, I mean, Mazda three. You know, hey, that's uh, that's a pretty, that's a pragmatic vehicle. So this is, I'm assuming you can haggle at least a hundred bucks off this price. Okay, so you're figuring I can save a hundred dollars here. Mind you, the conversion between US and USD and CAD is like that automatically yeah. makes it so that you'd be fine. Yeah, you could you like, could afford this lot. no problem. I mean, how many how many kilometers on this puppy? Okay, hundred forty thousand uh, kilometers on the engine. Oh, because the engine like is newer. Too. Okay, two hundred sixty thousand kilometers overall. So that's like hundred thousand miles versus you know, 100, yeah, hundred thousand miles on the engine. Uh, transmission engine, all season tires in great shape. Power everything. Working AC and compact disc player. Selling as <laughs> is. All right, so it's as is, ladies and gentlemen. And that's also I've... literally the first car that I found at that price. I didn't exactly look around. It's got some dings, okay? It's got some scratches. You know, your yes. phone, your new phone probably won't have any scratches. No. But hey, it's not much worse than a Tesla. So looks okay. So I feel like I should explain um, my late night tweet yesterday uh, talking about Tesla's QC procedure. So... I, it, it's been it's been very interesting going through the process of of buying a Tesla. Um, it's not for myself. Um, we actually decided to treat our in-laws to a new vehicle. Their wow. uh, yeah, their their car had all kinds of like little issues. Like uh, you know, you couldn't lock like this door, so you had to like lean across and unlock it. And the tailgate hydraulics weren't working anymore. And it's it's at the point now where it's like old enough that it's probably not by the time you fix all those little stupid things it's you've paid more than the total vehicle is worth so you might as well just flip it on craigslist to someone who feels like fixing all that stuff themselves or doesn't care and and get something else so we decided you know what they've probably done like 75 grand worth of childcare for us over the last eight years um let's buy them a model y so we went for it um wow. And one of the things that I tweeted about as part of this experience, which has honestly been like pretty frustrating in in a number of ways, um, like their customer service has been very hit or miss depending on who we're dealing with. And that can be true of anyone. So I wasn't going to harp on them for that. But on delivery, um, they they basically seem to have this expectation that there's going to be things wrong with the car. Uh, and they've got a whole process around this where 
uh, assuming they are small thing, you go through them, you do like uh, like an inspection. And it's not like we didn't do an inspection with our Odyssey, like our minivan when we bought it. But at the inspection, they were not expecting to find anything wrong because there's this whole thing. It's called PDI where the dealer like goes over the car with a fine tooth comb and like make sure that it's probably fine. Um, it seems to be pretty standard and you might still have problems and there can still be recalls. Um, stuff happens, but the idea is that it doesn't have like, you know, red marks on the paint job because, you know, someone checked and like buffed it out already. Um, so Tesla has this procedure where they go through with you, they mark everything that's wrong with it. And then assuming they're small things, they'll send someone to come fix it. And if it's something big, you have to book an appointment with the service center and bring it in. And so I, I tweeted saying like, hey, the fact that this is like part of the procedure seems to indicate that this is a pretty well-known problem. Maybe the solution, instead of building a process where you fix things after the fact, would be to build a process where you identify and fix the things before the customer comes to get it. That seems like it would be prudent. Since you have to go through and find them and fix them anyway, why don't you do it ahead of time? That might make for a better customer experience. And I got my throat absolutely jumped down by Tesla fanboys that just were very unhappy with me with the way that I treat Tesla so unfairly. And I apparently hate Tesla. I don't hate Tesla. I will just call an anti-consumer practice an anti-consumer practice where I see it. And I'm not a fan of anything. I, I don't like, I, I have no emotional attachment to Mr. Musk or his company, Tesla. Um, he's, a, he's a billionaire and it's a company. That's all they really are to me. I've never met him. Um, so I just, I, I was like, look, and someone was like, why aren't you criticizing these other companies? Well, because I didn't buy a car from them. So what would I say exactly? How would I know what exactly the process is? Um, yeah, I, I saw that tweet and I kind of shrugged and was like, yep, that sounds dumb. And then I moved on. And then someone mentioned to me that you were just getting berated. And I was like, what about what? And I jumped on that tweet again. and was just like, what the heck? I don't I'm, know, dude. I'm, I'm like as much of a a, a Tesla fanboy without owning one as as the next guy. But like, there's a certain amount. You just have to kind of like. And <sighs> it's not like what I said was wrong. Like to no, de that, to describe that's the issue. like Tesla's Tesla's culture is to you know over engineer some weird solution rather than just take the normal path, and that's part of what makes them so endearing to people. Yeah. I get it, but if your roof is leaking, you should probably just fix the roof instead of and the 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 sort of the the analogy that I made was, you know, if Tesla had a leaking roof in the Gigafactory, rather than just patching the roof, they would probably make a robot arm holding a pot that like moves it around and catches the drips as they fall. Like it's just extremely accurately every drip lands exactly <laughs> in the middle of that bucket. Right, but that's a bad solution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh like I I'm I am a rather notable Nintendo fanboy. I will pretty much auto buy any new thing that they release that's like a major product. Um But you can still recognize I'm, when they're and evil. And very cheap. And sometimes they do really dumb stuff. 
<laughs> like all, I, I think they're a little bit more lax with it these days, but they're they're super anti like streaming stuff that they pushed for a long that time. That was it's ridiculous. Just really dumb. Uh, they've they've done a lot of things that are really dumb. They've also done a ton of things that are really smart, and totally. I respect them for. Um, they're one of the only gaming companies that still seem to be aiming directly for fun as their main thing. Yep. Uh, blah 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 blah. I could go on more, but like, and you, they're so you timeless. Have to be able to look at yes, my you kids have to be able to look at and understand yeah. the flaws of the thing that you're a fan of. Yes, if you can't see the flaws in the thing you love, then you're blind. Yeah, and then you'll never. I, I think. You will honestly like it. Maybe less is not the right metric, but not as fully, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think you need to learn to love the flaws. Yeah. Like, yeah. um. And then that way, like, if someone attacks that thing that you like, instead yeah. of just freaking out and saying things that don't really mean anything or matter, uh, you could just be like, yeah. I know. I remember having a but really I, like I remember having a really stupid conversation once. I was hanging out with some friends and I I said something that somehow, you know, basically what it amounted to was that uh my wife is not the most beautiful woman on the planet. Basically, was what I acknowledged. And it was like scandalous. It was shocking. And uh, the, 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 the female in this relationship said something to the tune of, well, you know, my, my significant other would always say that I'm the most beautiful woman in the world. And, and he said it. And I was like, good for you. But uh, newsflash, um, neither you nor my wife are the most beautiful woman on the planet. And that's okay. Because I'm not the most handsome man on the planet either. And I don't need to live in a delusional dream state in order to enjoy my life. Like, I, I think, would rather I have open and honest communication where, you know, yeah. uh, I leave the dishes on the counter sometimes and that's annoying. And my wife uses the wrong word sometimes. She'll describe it as the counter when she means the table and send me on an eight minute wild goose chase looking for something. And that's annoying. And we can we can recognize each other's flaws and love each other anyway that's the real end game and uh you know at some point y'all are going to get to the point where you know you can't live in that denial anymore and then what so that's my take on that and i'm not backing down also not backing down like a, a lame uh main metric to look for there's a there's a really good song by a really interesting artist that something goes something along the lines of like maybe you're not as x but you're probably better at y essentially yeah like there's 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 different yeah anyways i don't i don't know it's it's might be a little rude to point out in front of other people that you don't necessarily think so well I, but... it wasn't like me just saying it for no reason but like basically i i i i, I they were able to infer from what i was saying that that was okay. that that was okay. how i felt but it's okay. like like what? Not everyone can be the most beautiful person on the planet. And quite frankly, you know, a lot of beautiful people have other utterly deal-breaking personality flaws that would make it so that I would be miserable if I had to hang out with them for more than three minutes at a time. If you are that, you probably spend so much time and energy being that, that 
I don't want to generalize. Luke, let's not, let's not have to make apology videos. Let's generalize not at all. Let's, See? let's move on. <laughs> and and let's, let's commit to each other that whenever we're about to walk into a trap, we just cut each other off. Just like yeah, that. I like it. So yeah, you got to do that for me, go. bro. Okay. Yeah, I got you. You got you to gotta, you gotta have my back I'll, in the future, I'll be, bro. I'll, I'll be more decisive in the future. <laughs> Thank you. You this, just talked right over me. This is a flaw that we can find. Yeah, we, this is something about our relationship we need to work on, Luke. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, tech, tech link underscore UK says they're all watching this. Yes, all the most beautiful women in the world are watching this right now, and they're getting very upset. Very That's upset. all of you, of course. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Is there anything else in the doc here? We should... Oh, yeah. Promotion for the stream tomorrow. This is going to be super exciting. Yeah, it's what? the PC tech support challenge sponsored by Intel. It's going to be Jay's Two Cents versus Steve from Gamers Nexus in the tech support and troubleshooting challenge of their young lives and also Jay's life. Wow. We intentionally screwed up two PCs in an identical manner, and we sent them, one to Jay, one to Steve. They have but remained, you sorry? You did? Yeah. Like you're the one that screwed them up intentionally? Uh, no, uh, Nicholas did it and uh, Anthony helped. Okay, okay. Yeah, so they are screwed up. They are royally screwed up. I went through the list of everything that is wrong with them though, and I, I determined what would be the list, yes. Okay. But I had, I had other people do the actual work, yes. Hashtag line us. Um, so they are going to live on stream, fix these machines. They are sealed. So they're going to unseal them and fix them and see who can do it fastest. It's all going to be live. And uh, Austin and I are going to be co-hosting as the commentators for the stream. So Austin and I will both know everything that is wrong with the machines. We're going to have chat with these guys. We're going to be able to... Uh, uh, pipe into them and and chat with them live. This is kind of it's happening when LTX would have been. Um, that's Ooh. that's why we decided to do it on this date. Um, so this is just kind of uh, it's been something for Chase, who's our event coordinator, to work on. It's uh, a collab, you know, something that we we actually don't do enough of probably. So it's kind of inspired by LTX in that sense. Um, and to make it exciting for the viewers, we are going to be giving away the fixed systems as well as our cool. example one. So I'm going to have one in front of me that is fixed. So that is perfect um, to make sure that they're, uh, you know, doing it right. So we're giving away three systems, each with a Core i7-10700K, Asus Z490 Maximus 12 Hero motherboard, a Sabrent 1TB SSD, an EVGA RTX 2070 Super, 16 gigs of G-Skill Trident Z RGB memory, an Inwin 805 case, Seasonic Prime TX 1000 watt power supply, ViewSonic XG270QG gaming monitor, a Corsair K95 RGB Platinum XT keyboard, M55 RGB Pro, M55, M55 RGB Pro mouse, and Void RGB Elite headset. These are freaking awesome rigs. Don't miss it. It's going to be a great stream. And it's going to be tomorrow, August 8th at 12 p.m. Pacific on YouTube, Twitch, and Floatplane. We're expecting it to last for, uh, I think it's going to take a couple hours. Wow. So I'm really excited. And man, these guys are like, I, I don't think we could have picked better contestants because the will to win, man. Oh yeah. The will to prove oh, yeah. the will to prove that the other is not as good. Oh, it's strong. It's strong quite, with quite these high. two. Oh, oh yeah. I'm really excited. 
I, I'm just jazzed. And I can't wait to be ribbing them. Man, I'm going to interrupt Jay so much just for no reason. <laughs> hey, Jay. You should. How's it going? You should just <laughs> read out because you're, you're in his ear. You should just read out like tweets that have just annoyed him. <gasps> oh, that would be so much fun. Just see if we can knock him off his game. Yeah. Oh man, what could we do? You gotta, to mess but with you Steve gotta find it. Yeah, I was just gonna say you have to find an equal thing. Yeah, for Steve I feel like gonna Steve's just gonna like tune me out, kind of like how I tune him out. You know? <laughs> hey, got him! Got him! It's the roast is back, baby. The roast is back. <laughs> um, I don't have a segue for this, but I feel like we're ending the show soon, and I want to make sure you do this because sure. I saw this in the doc and I got extremely excited. You should announce your bounty. My bounty your bounty i actually have no idea what you're talking about i'm gonna highlight it on the dock because i don't know if you've decided you don't want to say the name or not Where you should be this? able to scroll around and see oh there it is ah yes okay all right let's pop this up here all so right. cool one of my writers came across this thing so cool this is the mass cool csics 8200 black secc thickness 1.0 which basically this is just steel and a thickness of one millimeter. Like, this is just very, very bad specs. But it's something that has CC in it and the, its thickness. The thickness. Um, <laughs> so, it's a mid tower case with a 460 watt power supply and a built in air conditioner. Yes, what? my friends, <laughs> a built in air conditioner. I am offering. So, this worked so well last time for that curved Alienware monitor. We actually have one en route, is my understanding. What? I, I had to pay thousands of dollars for it because that was what I said I would do, but it's coming. So we're, you guys need to watch that video. Okay. Help me out I here. Sure Please will, watch yeah. the video because otherwise I'm losing so much money on that video. Please hook me up here. Anyway, it's a mid tower case from Please roughly 2005. Get it earlier. Roughly 2005. Uh, it has real time temp and power monitoring in a panel up top, a built in AC. I want one. I am offering, let's see. I don't even know what this thing was worth when it was new. I'm offering $2,500 if you have a working one in like good condition. $2,500 if you have one in good condition, I will buy it from you, plus shipping. I'll pay shipping as well. So hit me up and uh, let's get a deal done, all right? I want the, I want the case with the built-in air conditioner. There you have it. Yvonne's going to freak out. She was like yeah. so upset. She was like, what do you mean 10 grand? Why didn't you start at something lower? I'm like, well, because I didn't think anyone was going to have one. She's <laughs> like, well, you should have thought of that. I'm like, well, I didn't. <laughs> okay. So the mass cool next therm CS just, I just want to, you want to double check this for me. Mass cool next therm CS dash ICS 8200. Mm -hmm. 79.99 in 2006 that's all it was worth hey eh? all right <laughs> that doesn't seem right but sure i, I you know what there, that, that's a, gonna be a, a great random... investment great investment yeah there there's a random like i'm building a second system and i want help with my parts list and they list out their parts list and that's in it and at that price okay but so that... it, it might have been some crazy deal it might have been used i i, I think know. it was because i've got a thread here from tom's hardware march 2007 i was wondering if anyone had any experience with this case it looks like a nice case with built-in ac 
Uh, I've seen some reviews where you can get a CPU temp drop of 8 to 10 C, and I was wondering if this is a good investment for $320. Okay. So it's that, that sounds more getting closer. It does. Maybe they got some weird deal on it or something. Yeah. Hilarious. All right, so hit me up, guys. Uh, let's get through some super chats, and then I think that's it for the show today. Uh, one who doubts says... Uh, I've been following you daily for five years. Your content has given knowledge, entertainment, and inspired my career in IT. Wanted to say hi and thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Corey Jepson says Super Mario 64 got an unofficial PC port. That's great if you want to play it. I actually do want to play that. Um, Navi is the devil. You can use two controllers and GoldenEye for dual sticks. Can you really use two controllers and GoldenEye? That'd That's... be hilarious. I didn't know that. Um, Michael Raymond says, any chance we would ever get a giant sandal case mod? I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> uh, Michael Hand says, just make an Apple Cut subscription charge. Charge 30% more through Apple's payment API. No, you are like explicitly not allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, Nadim says, number one fan. Thanks, Nadim. Are you? Are Thanks, you the number Aquapegis. one fan in the world? The Eclipse. Are you the, the biggest fan in the world? I always make that joke. Whenever someone walks up and they're like, I'm your biggest fan, I'm like, ah, I've seen bigger ones. And <laughs> then when know, they I get confused, was, I'm like, no, no, I've a... seen like 300 pound fans, man. You're not the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like the conversation you had earlier about like truthfulness and oh yeah 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 yeah. that's another one that are drives you... me crazy. Entertainers that are like, I love you guys so much. No, you don't. You, you wouldn't. You don't know them. You don't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't shed a tear if they if one of them died. Like you, then you don't have personal relationships with these people. Stop faking it. Just be honest. Be honest. You know, I like love you. you. Can get there. I love you collectively, as the group of people. Like this is how I feel. Like you know, I I love you collectively, and I I appreciate like I have an emotional feeling from your support that, you know, allows me to do this incredible job that I get to do and work with the awesome team of people that I get to work with. But like, I'm not going to blow you kisses. Like it's ridiculous. Um, all right. The Eclipse Lock says, may I offer a challenge? Produce a video with a smartphone only and using equipment you recommend for the average watcher. Would it have great educational value? I mean, that's been done a hundred times. Like all you need to do is like, Fire up your smartphone, like make a video. Um, and, and that's such a, like, like you, you're going to have to put more limiters on there than you currently have. Cause you can technically slap a super expensive, big lens onto a phone. Like it is technically possible. People have done it before. I believe Casey Neistat has a video about doing literally that. I, yeah. 225 Perfect says, have to issue a correction. Harman didn't buy and shutter Athena Technologies. It was Vox who owns Klipsch. All right. There you go. Um, Nadim says, re-TikTok. The problem is that it's impossible to really differentiate the inexperience of Chinese companies in developing secure software from malicious spying attempts. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Malice or incompetence. That's pretty interesting. Actually. Real hard to tell yeah. the difference. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Reddy Zhang says there's actually apps or services for you to cross into China we use it to mostly watch exclusive content you must just be searching the wrong keywords yeah definitely 100% yeah. Um, 
Dominic says, thanks for keeping us going during COVID. Hey, no problem. Thanks for keeping watching. Robert Mail says, for non-Samsung phones, people can use SCRCPY. It works on all Android phones without root and without even installing an app. Oh, interesting. I think Robert might be talking about like a multi-chat. Uh, Joseph says, the WAN show needs some ladies from time to time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's fair to say. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Joseph Taranto. Uh, okay, we got like two, time for two more here. Time for two more. Uh, James Ryan says, you got me into tech at 12 years old. That was 10 years ago. Now I have a career in it. Wow. Crazy. Isn't that nuts? I feel old. Uh, <laughs> Michael Penny says, I will give you 20 Australian dollars to blow kisses. Okay, fine. I guess I'll do anything for money. There you go. But I, I'm not going to say that it was sincere. I'm saying I did it for you the money. This from your palm? Well, I got a microphone right in front of... there. The microphone is like right here. So it was like kind of in the way. What? Okay. What does it matter? I mean, it's like it's not like just, just, it's not like there's some science of just, blowing kisses. Think, like if you put them on the. I don't think the... I've seen any like damsel in a movie who blows a kiss go like. <laughs> like what if you land them on your fingers? They somehow they fly straighter. Like it. <laughs> what are you even talking about? Yeah, there's an accuracy bonus, dude. Come on. Who cares? <laughs> you gotta know the the blowing kiss is meta. All right. Well, that's enough. That's enough nonsense for me today. I'm going to go get some dinner. I am so hungry. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Wish us luck with the uh, with the App Store Gestapo. And yeah. uh, we, know, we have submitted a, a new version with some minor changes. So we'll, we'll see how that yeah. goes. Why don't we just submit a version that's, it during the show? Can we submit a version that's just absolutely nothing but like just a logo? Just like yeah, just an Apple logo with like I love Apple so much, like just the I love Apple please, app. Please Does that exist? Okay, can, can you actually if you Konami code you get into the app? Can you ask Jaden actually to create that app? Just like the I love Apple app. It does nothing but just you press a button and it just says I love Apple. I oh bet they'd God, approve it. It should work with the like Apple payment system. And every time you press the Apple, it just like does a $1 payment. And then they take 30% of it, but we get 70% of it. Can you please create this app like immediately? <laughs> I bet you Jaden could be done like tonight. I don't know if he'd even want to, but I'm sure he could. The I love Apple app. It's just for people who love Apple and they want to share like money with other people who love Apple like us. Should should we like keep it as genuinely truthfully shilly as possible, or like every time you press the button, should it show like some some tweet or something like that at the bottom temporarily? That's like someone having a terrible experience with Apple. No, no, it should be genuinely loving just Apple. A gen okay, no, nothing but love. Just the the give you know, Apple like, money like... button. <laughs> you know, like that. Just just love, purely love. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden has now checked in and has said I'm on it <laughs> <laughs> alright WAN show next week guys get ready for the I love Apple app uh, Amber <laughs> Leslie just dropped a hundred Britain British pounds in the uh, super chat and didn't even Ooh. leave a message that's a weird thing to do uh, so there you go they just want to share their love for YouTube you know what? Here you go, YouTube. Here's 30% of my YouTube super button. chat or whatever. 
Oh my I love YouTube too. All right. Good night, everyone. Have a wonderful uh, have a wonderful weekend. I'll see y'all next week. Oh, am I on my show next week? I might not be. Oh, that would be disappointing. Well, good. Jaden has two weeks then. I'll see you again <laughs> whenever I'm back. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. Oh, wait. So there's no way for me to stop the show from within the YouTube live streaming thing anymore then. Did they just get rid of that whole functionality? I guess so, which is what we asked for. But then now I find this so confusing. All right. Stop streaming. <laughs>